Today on Unsolved Mysteries, what happened to the 27 variants from last year? The Kate Daly Show starts now. Those of us who spent like 30 years in the gay rights movement, as it were, our core objective was to remind people, we did in the, in the 80s and 90s, really, we said, we just want to be like you. We don't want to change your life in any way. What we did was emphasize what we have in common with everyone else, not what sets us apart. In other words, what we were doing was a universalist human experiment. What they're doing is a very particularist, identity-based defense of it, which appeals to no one because it's not even asking anybody to agree or disagree. It's demanding obedience because, again, this comes down to philosophically. If you believe in power, if you believe in truth, they don't believe in truth. They don't believe there's any stable truth, let alone about biology or anything else. So the only way they can do this is by the exercise of will. By the exercise of raw power. Interesting clip. Hmm. There's a couple things about that clip, actually, that I want to say. Um, but welcome to the Kate Daly Show. I hope you everybody had a, th- a good three day weekend. Did you have a <laughs> Did you have a good three day weekend? Uh, yeah, I did. Yeah. Uh, I I forgot that it was President's Day, though. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to know because no one mentions what we're taking right. the day off for. But that and. <laughs> That and the fact that I'm thoroughly disgusted with how people think about the presidency I, anyway. I so. <laughs> Is that all? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so, yes, Washington's birthday. But you'd never know it because it's not it's not really talked about and it should be, which is kind of sad. No, it's just a holiday. Another no, day yeah, off I of know. work. Barbecue. I know. It just uh, Memorial Day has become like a barbecue. Yeah. Go to the beach and a barbecue, right? I mean, it's just interesting how those holidays, but you have a whole month of gay pride. Well, they've changed the definition of the word holiday. Mm -hmm. Holiday now means just the day off. There's nothing special. It doesn't represent anything. Yeah. Well, except except for (laughs) Martin Luther King Day. That's a holiday. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So that was an interesting clip. And and he talked about, as a gay man, the fight for them to be like everyone else, which I find kind of fascinating because I'm just going to pick apart the first part of that. Okay, because it may the clip makes it sound like it was all so benign in the beginning, our protesting and now our protesting they're they're They've taken off in this direction of calling it raw power. But what fascinated me was the fact that. He went on and on and on about how they, in the, in the 80s and 90s, it was, just, it was just parades and protests to just be like everyone else. Okay, the difference between, say, myself and, and somebody that's gay is who you're in the bedroom with, right? Yep. Everything else, pretty much on par with the rest of humanity. I'm not downplaying that. What I'm saying is, is they didn't want to just be like everyone else. He's lying. Because what they wanted to do was normalize who they had in the bedroom as if it was nothing. So that's really what they were doing. And I wish people would be honest about that. And, and I wish they would say, I want to normalize and I want to validate what I'm doing. And I want to have you think what I'm doing is perfectly fine and, and 
perfectly normal. But it's really not. But that's really what he was saying. He wasn't saying we just want to be noticed for being like you. <laughs> um, no, it's it's what you're doing in the bedroom sets you apart and you want to normalize it. Just be honest about your mission. And then he went on to say, you know, all about now it's power. It is. It is about raw power. He was right about that. It is. But here's how it was done. Mm hmm. Many people today, the minute you question someone's mm -hmm. sinfulness, mm -hmm. the first thing they say is, Jesus said we're to love one another. Right. Okay. I read an interesting article that basically says, look, that's probably the most widely quoted of, of Christ's sayings. Mm -hmm. However, it doesn't stop there. Yeah. There's mm -hmm. other things that are said. Mm -hmm. So the just love one another it's part is out of picking. context. It's cherry picking. Yes. And the reality is that if we were not allowed to make judgments, mm -hmm. then how can we stop bad behavior? Right. We can't. Right. And so what when Jesus said, don't judge, mm -hmm. what he was saying was don't judge hypocritically. Mm -hmm. Don't call out the homosexual. If you're a homosexual, right? You know, right? If you're an adulterer, if you're, you know, then you, then yeah. keep your mouth shut. Mm -hmm. But there is, uh, Jesus was not saying, "Don't judge; anything goes." Right. <laughs> and that's the real issue. Yeah. But that part about oh, you're mm -hmm. just a hater and you don't believe in the love of Christ. That's just a bogus argument to mm -hmm. shut you up. Yeah. Um, in this, in, in, in what he was talking about is his protests and his parades and things like that, but where they wanted us to be known as just like them, yeah. which we're not. Nope. Um, it's, it was interesting because if you look at an atheist, okay, an atheist isn't out there protesting <laughs> and saying to you, I want to be just like you. I want you to look at me just like you. What they do is they just say, I'm an atheist in private and they're an atheist. Okay. They're not out there to validate, normalize, because truly when I say that's what it's about, here's some proof for you. So you don't find an atheist doing that. You don't say, I want to be just like you, even though we're completely different. <laughs> I want to be just like you. That's, you, you don't see it. No. Because they're not trying to normalize it. You don't see adulterers saying it either. <laughs> and, and, and really right. the disdain for sin yeah. between adulterers and homosexuals is really no different. Yeah. You, you, it's just bad behavior and against they're, God's will. They're just angry that that there are people out there that will perceive them as doing something sinful. Yeah, that's the bottom. They don't line. like it's it. Just, they're just mad about it, and yep. they want to change your mind and tell you that you can't say it's sinful. You have to say it's completely normal and it's good. See, you have to go that far to please them. Otherwise, they wouldn't be having the parades. They wouldn't have the protests. They wouldn't have the dedicated mission to uh to the power to conform marriage to to do all of these things there would be no mission they would just sleep with whoever they want to sleep with in the privacy of their own home done i mean go do it you want to go do that go do it and so we're talking about this from a mm -hmm. sexual perspective mm -hmm. but we've done it in other areas of our society too there are states now where if you can you can steal up to a thousand dollars worth of merchandise and not be punished 
what you're being told is it's okay to be a thief mm-hmm. as long as you limit your theft a little bit. You know, that's <laughs> ridiculous. It. They want to normalize it and validate yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's just people will play that clip and they'll say, see, here's a gay man telling the truth about the movement that he is not, that he does not like now. Yeah. But he liked it back then. But back then it was still a lie. It was still hinged on, well, we're just want to be like you. No, no. Otherwise you wouldn't need to go to all that trouble. So it's always been about normalizing and validating. And when I say normalizing it, making it the Christian thing to do. And so that's a problem. I I see. You know, 60 years ago, Mm -hmm. uh, people with different sexual desires Mm -hmm. kept it secret. It was private. Yeah. Well, it should be in the bedroom. Yeah. Uh, I mean, just like we don't go around bragging about our heterosexuality, they didn't go about bragging about their homosexuality 60 years ago. Mm -hmm. When the problem started is when they decided we're coming out of the closet and we're going to let you know we're queer and you're going to like it or not. But you're not only going to like it, you're going to back it. You're going to tell us that what we're doing is moral. That's really what we're talking about here. And and that all started when they decided we're coming out, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. nonsense. I know. Um, And then of course you guys probably heard the news about breast milk and trans milk and how this very obscure little foundation in England decided that um, that they, after their own study and wokeness, because they're completely woke, call them chest feeders and everything else, um, that it had the same nutrients. That's- Chemically enhanced trans milk, they said, has the same nutrients as breast milk. Yeah. I know you're probably thinking we still live in a, in a world that's normal, right? Or at least the semblance of normal. Nope. Nope. Now, this wasn't an agency here in the United States. It was a it was a very small little study done by a hospital that is over like six or seven hospitals. The Royal Hospital being one of them. The, the, the hospitals over there. Yeah. And they put this out. And so the articles all say a, a health agency, but it, it's it's this hospital that's extremely woke, and um, you can go do some research on it. It's the uh, University Hospitals Sussex NHS Foundation Trust. Okay, that's fairly new, and uh, so they're putting this out there. Now we all know that that's complete horse crap. Right. Okay. I um, prefer bull crap. Can you? <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. Can you even? Can you even just wrap your head around that right now? I can't. I don't know how they can come out and say that. But they well, that, they might as well be also teaching that a female's eggs are really no different than sperm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I no mean, different. They're not. They're the same thing, basically. Yeah. I mean, that's really what we're. It's um. It's again normalizing things that aren't normal telling you that things are normal when they're not. And we've been lied to enough. I'm, I'm tired of the lies. And even in that clip I played, that was another lie. It was, uh, it was I'm going to lie to you in this way, and now I'm going to kind of more tell you the truth in this way. And I think no matter what, we always have to parse these things out and explain exactly what's behind these clips because they get tossed around as truth. And I'm sorry, but we have to keep talking the truth because the truth isn't in these kinds of clips and obviously isn't in um, news like 
trans milk is the same as breast milk. We all know it's not. It has to be chemically enhanced. It's it's not the same. I, I think we're yeah. beyond just having to speak the truth. Mm-hmm. I think we not only have to speak the truth, but we have to point out the lies constantly yeah. also. Yeah, the big fibs. We'll take your calls. Uh, 888-673-1450 if you're listening to us live um, and listening to us on the website, kdallyradio.com. And, of course, we're on the air live. Um, But we'll be right back. There's a lot I want to talk about. Uh, Know your enemy. Who is the enemy? And uh, the Dr. Malone case uh, that got dismissed, too. This was quite interesting, actually. We've had Peter Bragan on the show, and this was kind of an interesting turn of events, too. Be right back. Kate Daly Show. KateDalyRadio.com. More with Uncle Milty. Hey, everybody. Elections in Taiwan, North Korea on the brink. Iran increasing its aggression in the news today. There's a lot of global instability as we ourselves are sort of plunging into this election season. And have you sheltered your savings investments from potential major setbacks to the economy? It's not too late to diversify into uh, an IRA or 401k into gold. So get that backed up into gold with gold, uh, with Birch Gold Group. They are incredible at what they do. I really love these guys. I love the information. All you have to do is text 989898 and text my name, Kate. How easy is that? And they'll give you some free information and then you can pursue that and do it at no cost. I don't know of anything better. (laughs) So uh, please, uh, if you're worried about the financial instability coming, you probably should be a little worried about it. It is on the heels of of it being implemented right now. Please go and do this. Text 989898. Claim your free info kit and protect your savings with gold right now. Thanks, you guys. Put in the code Kate. Put in my name, Kate, when you text 989898. Thanks. This is the Kate Daly Show. Welcome back, Kate Daly Show. So glad to have you listening. And uh, hope your short week, you know, short weeks are actually harder for me. I don't know why. I love a vacation, by the way, but short weeks are actually a little more difficult to do. Um, and trying to cram all that news into into a little bit of time for sure. Um, so Birch Gold was talking about uh, the fact that uh, that the, the, the kind of the discrepancies between gold and silver ratios. And they were talking about how it was, uh, silver was $26 per ounce back in December. Now it's $23 per ounce. Per ounce. Is it undervalued? And why is China underreporting its gold reserves? There's a lot going on here, and you should probably check this out. This is an article done by uh, Gold Birch, uh, Birch Gold. I'm sorry, and um, they talk. They give a like a detailed analysis on the how and why about why this is going on. So, and it has a lot to do with the central banking. So, I think so much is going on while our eyeballs are all on court cases and and everything else. You might want to take a look at what's going on with money because I think that we're going to get hoodwinked, I really do, into a situation. And this is your time to do something about it. 
get your IRAs and your retirement backed by gold and buy gold and silver. Um, this is a good time to do it. And this is your window. I think things are going to change and I think there won't be opportunities to do this. Um, you can do it for free. Get everything backed by gold like that, IRAs and retirement. All you have to do is text 989898. That's the phone number for Birch Gold, 989898. Just send off a text. Text my name, Kate, K-A-T-E. So easy to do. But I just want us to be prepared. Um, oh, man, there's so much happening here. Um, so much, so much, so much. Um, talking about court cases, Dr. Malone was suing Peter Bregan, who we've had on the show multiple times, you know, um, suing Peter Bregan and his wife, Ginger, uh, for actually for uh, talking about um, the fact his CIA ties. <laughs> They outed his CIA ties and his involvement in the deep, deep state um, as he as Malone came out in about April of 2020 and then claimed that he developed mRNA. And I think there's so much here that needs to be uncovered. And so the judge dismissed it and said, stop bringing these frivolous cases against these people or, or I'm going to make you pay for their uh, lawyers. Legal yeah, yeah, legal fees. And uh, so the case is going nowhere. I think he was suing. Well, he was suing for millions of dollars against Peter Bregan. Yeah. And uh, I've loved Peter Bregan's visits to the show. I think he's been great. He wrote a ginormous book on COVID-19 um, and some of the lies associated with it. Um, and he was calling out Dr. Robert Malone. I met Dr. Robert Malone. I shook Dr. Robert Malone's hand. That was a dark moment that was interesting to say the least i didn't walk away with like the greatest feeling we'll put it that way um i think there's way more to dr malone and his wife um and uh and what he's claiming and and the whole situation behind dr malone what was your take on malone i to be honest i've never put much yeah into it mm. i i just mm. he never struck me as like uh, Tenpenny or some of the mm -hmm. other doctors. Yeah. It, it just, there was always just something about him that I didn't trust. I know some doctors that have questioned his actual bio, that his <laughs> bio might not all be there um, in the way that we think. And um, an outed member of the, of the CIA, as Peter Bregan put it, his ties were just too big in... Uh, <laughs> Too big and too dark. His father, his father-in-law worked for Raytheon. That's what Peter Bregan was discussing, mm -hmm. was that, hey, his father-in-law was with this agency, his father with this agency, and he was groomed to, um, to be in these agencies and therefore might not take a lot of stock in what he says. So I thought that was kind of interesting, though, that the judge dismissed the case. Well, and, and I'm sorry, but Bregan has some credibility, too. Their mm -hmm. new book... Yeah, it's good. COVID nineteen mm -hmm. and the global predators. <laughs> <laughs> if that doesn't that, say it, yeah. I know. Yeah. So, and he outed uh, MK Ultra. Um, Peter did. Uh, there was a lot that he outed. So it was really good. I had I had done some research of my own, and he was asking me for that research. I think he was very open to all kinds of research, and he still is. And so we might have Peter back on the show to discuss this. But the judge not happy with Malone and said, stop trying to sue people for, you know, 
giving some background. The, the big issue there is not mm-hmm. that he ruled against Malone. It's that he had the gall to rule against Malone. Because uh-huh. I'm sure that judge is going to take some heat over that. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. All right. We'll be right back. Kate Daly Show. KateDalyRadio.com. Is the Kate Daly Show. All right, I got Uncle Milty here and um, a couple of things. Mel Madison coming up, talk a little bit about money in the first part of next hour. And, and then, um, of course, I want to talk about the cr- thing that happened on the cruise ship. Um, also, we'll talk a little bit about Know Your Enemy and, and, and Hollywood, but uh, there's so much to talk about. Um, okay, so I also wanted to mention that ActivateFIQ.com, I'm constantly telling you guys, go get your copper magnesium from them, a whole C from them, it's awesome. Um, and also cod liver oil, uh, beef liver oil. It's just, they have amazing products because of the way they do the products, because of the way they compile the products and put it into these uh, capsules. Um, it is above above par. It's incredible. And they have a new histamine that is very natural. So you might want to check this out if you need uh, that kind of, uh, that kind of, um, we'll call it medication, right? They have a new natural supplement for that and also sleep. They actually have a really good sleep product that doesn't leave you dazed all day. Okay. The next day you might want to check some of these things out. They also have a um, supplement for anxiety. That's really good too. Uh, so go to activatefiq.com and put in the code Kate, K-A-T-E, and uh, you'll get substantial savings. And they're just an awesome company. Um, we have had their a CEO on the show many times, and I just love what they do. Activatefiq.com. This is the place to get supplements. I wouldn't get them over the counter. I would get them from uh, this place because of the way that they do it. Um, and it's that good. So I want to mention, I want to mention... Um, a couple of things. There are four new Beatles um, movies coming out from Sam Mendes. Okay. He's going to direct four separate Beatles movies on Paul McCartney, John Lennon, George Harrison, and Ringo Starr. My question on this was why? Why? When Hollywood doubles down, on something, then I'm always pretty secure in the knowledge that this is, this is a, a, a narrative, a narrative that we're told. And I do think there is a narrative about the Beatles music. The only song that the Beatles ever came up with, and I've done, we've done shows on this, that they've ever come up with that they sang on their own. They didn't even write the only song that got them noticed. They only played one song. Okay. Now you go play a Scottish lullaby and tell me that you get picked up and are then the biggest band in the world, okay, from one little Scottish lullaby. That's all they ever, they never actually wrote a song. They only played the Scottish lullaby and they were discovered by a CIA guy, okay? 
And what I found kind of interesting in my research was that they basically had a writer. That writer died in 1969. He wasn't well known. He was very much behind the scenes. And they didn't want you to know that they had like a music savant writing the music. And that's why it was so good and so different. And the tunes were so catchy. These guys didn't display one ounce of talent before they were ever discovered that would have proven that they could have written all that music. So they're doubling down on the narrative in Hollywood to me. That's what it looks like. That was a really interesting time. Mm -hmm. I remember being told we weren't allowed to listen to Beatles music after John Lennon in 1966 Uh made the announcement that they were more popular than Jesus. And I was thinking about that and Mm -hmm. saying to myself, If they were to say that today, they'd be heroic. (laughs) But in 1966, parents were saying, no more Beatles. It's sad that it would be heroic now. Yeah, Yeah, it is. The actual writer, the songwriter for all the Beatles songs was Theodore W. Adorno. He died in 69. Uh, He was the director. I, I, I can't make this director of the Frankfurt Tavistock Social Engineering School. Hmm. (laughs) Music savant, okay? And they manufactured the invention of the Beatles, the Stones, the Grateful Dead with well-known CIA people that came out and said, yeah, we're CIA within the group. And the real birth of rock and roll came right out of Tavistock Institute. Theodore Adorno. He was the guy that actually did the music. And this is why they broke up in 1969, um, because he died. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm not quite sure. He came out of uh, Germany, Adorno. Isn't it interesting how many ties to Germany? Yeah. Don't you find that kind of fascinating? I do. I always do. Um, And yeah, go ahead. The other thing that's fascinating is that none of the Beatles made it on their own. (laughs) They all attempted to keep going on their own Mm -hmm. and none were really successful. No, not like they were when they were the Beatles. No, no, not even close. When they were founded after singing the only and one song that they played in front of a crowd, which was a Scottish lullaby, not a song they wrote. (laughs) Okay. Within two months time, Um, They had a CIA guy on the scene, um, and this all took place above a local CIA hangout that was like a little dive, okay? And they gave him a look, they gave him the haircuts, they transformed them into the Beatles group, they actually had to teach them to play instruments, and... um, they, they really didn't know a whole lot or how to do a whole lot. So they weren't really musically inclined, nor were they ever savants in music that could, that could bust out all that music. You guys saw the Beatles, mu- uh, the Beatles music movie that came out like six or seven years ago where the guy had amnesia and all of a sudden, or not amnesia, sorry, uh, something happened elect- uh, electrically and none of the world remembered the Beatles, but he did. And so he was able to, he was a musician, he was able to play all those songs, and it got very popular because he played the songs. But when you listen to the songs, they're all kind of very different and very interesting to listen to, and hooks like you can't believe, right? Love Me Do, and all these things. Never once did the Beatles ever give you any inclination that they could have ever done that, ever, ever. 
So it was, I thought the Theodore Adorno story was very interesting because he came out of Germany, the Nazi era, 1934, and wrote several books to which he later became famous, including The Dialectic of Enlightenment, a philosophy of new music, the authoritarian personality. And if you ever want to have some clues on uh, the Beatles music, one of the best things to do is look at the cover of Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band because Sgt. Pepper was a MI6 guy, okay? And, uh, and so that's why they called it his band of artists. And you'll get to see on the cover. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hey, thank you for taking my call. I'm just sure. driving here and watching the uh, stratospheric aerosol injections Ooh. in front of me. But it, what, wasn't the, the Tavistock Institute famous for its brainwashing methods? Uh-huh. Yep. That's the very one, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's who wrote the Beatles songs, huh? Yes. It was Adorno. Very interesting. Go look up Adorno. He became the Institute's director in 1958. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I think over the last five years, I realized that everything's fake. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. set up. I know. You know, I, it's I unfortunate. Yeah, but it's kind of funny. I know. I mean, we just hook, line, and sinker. So there was absolutely no question in my mind when I saw them bust out. They're going to bust out by the year 2027 all these installments of the Beatles. That's their. That's what they're going to do. So. Wow. Yeah. yeah I wonder. I, I mean, I basically grew up in the 80s. I wonder how much music I listened to is all the same. Yeah. Makes you wonder, doesn't it? You know. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Thank well, thanks you. Thanks for taking my call. You bet. Thanks. Um, I, I mean, don't believe me. I, I was just as shattered as everyone else because you want to think all this stuff is, is, is real. But when you really examine it, there's so many holes. I don't know that anyone could actually take this for a reality. So yes, he was the head of the, the, um, Tavistock Institute known for brainwashing techniques. <laughs> Alrighty then. Um, so we're just going to leave that right there. And of course, Rob Reiner's film, I do want to mention that too. Uh, we'll mention that when we come back, Rob Reiner's uh, new movie that, uh, absolutely tanked. You'll find out what it was about. Be right back. You've heard me talking about copper. FIQ, the FIQ products are incredible. You heard me talk to Dr. Morley Robbins. You heard me talk to Dr. Alfonso Monzo. Look, copper is the ingredient we're missing, and it is the master mineral. It tells the other minerals what to do. Go to the bottom of katedallyradio.com. Look for the FIQ ad. When you see the FIQ picture, click on that. Um, At the bottom of katedallyradio.com where the sponsors are, You can also go to activate, F-I-Q, activate the word, F as in Frank, I-Q.com, and put in the code Kate, and it'll help the show. You'll get your savings, and you'll get tremendous products. Cod liver oil is amazing, and so is the whole vitamin C. Order the Recuperate, the copper product called Recuperate, and also I take magnesium. I take both every single day. You'll love me for this. Thanks, you guys. This is the Kate Daly Show. Welcome back. 
Hey, Dally Show. I know. It's not like I like to present all this stuff. <laughs> I hope people don't realize. I'm just as kind of blown away as everyone else is when they start to hear the details of everything because we were always told these narratives. And, and I think it was, why would you question that? Why would you question the Beatles, right? Why would you question the Grateful Dead or the Rolling Stones? Or why would you question these groups? I mean, I know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, the reason we have to question all of these things is because of exactly where we are today. Yeah. It shows that the, all of these things had a terrible effect on our society. I know. There's no question about it. Everybody loves the Beatles music. I'm not saying that. Beatles music is fantastic. Love yeah, Me Do and music. Hey Jude. And I mean, such different songs, right? Usually bands perform one type of song. Not in this case. And the guy was, Adorno was a music. He was a, a savant. People called him that. He knew how to produce music, okay? Yeah. So nobody's saying that the music was just so bad. It's just that. How if it you, was used. How it was used, how it was, how it was manufactured, how they brought this to the table and did not disclose any of the manufacturing of it. When you realize and you do the homework on it, Brian Epstein, who was a little CIA agent who died very young, seriously, um, you know, was in charge of cultivating their look. They didn't do that on their own. They didn't give themselves those haircuts and bust out of the scene with their matching outfits and, and do all of that just because they were groomed into the being this band. And, uh, and so I just, I just think there's so much more there to unpack as to when you can start to see how many facades there are. And when Hollywood's pushing narratives, when they're pushing this band in your face and saying, we have to make a million movies about this band. Why? It's been done, just like the moon landing has been done. So why do it? What would be the reason as to why you would have to produce all these movies? So whenever you see a gazillion movies made about something, you should probably question the subject matter. That's kind of my rule of thumb now. And I hate that. That's the case. I do. The Beatles, aside mm -hmm. from their music, created an environment that separated parents and their children mm -hmm. and created a revolutionary movement mm -hmm. in the children. Yeah. And it's, it, it, it had a devastating it, effect. Yep. And it was, it was very much the parents don't get the kids, the kids don't get the parents. And it, 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 it like started a, a, a sort of revolution in the youth at the time. Yeah. There was and, definite reason. And that generation of children mm -hmm. turned into some of the worst parents we've ever had in our society. That's true. They didn't raise their children in a, in a no. manner befitting yeah. humanity. That music changed in the 60s, along with so many other things that we were hand-fed in the 60s. We were hand-fed the lone gunman. We, and that it was around every corner and we were hand fed this, we were hand fed the women's movement, which is very much like the trans movement now, mm -hmm. same way they're doing it. Um, it was, um, it was, you know, it, it was with through paid people to be there, to give you this idea that you all of a sudden were very unhappy. 
and that you needed to show your husband the door because he was ineffective at giving you your needs and that, and that you deserved more by going out into the corporate world. Yeah. So Uh, there, it was just very much, very, very similar the way they're doing it. Yeah. And, and that probably didn't have actually anything to do with destroying the family unit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, truly, that's really what they were after. Yeah. Now they're after um, reducing us to a, a nothingness in gender. Not, not even your gender is important. Nope. You're just a nothing um, that can be co-opted by transhumanism at any time because you're a nothing. But it was amazing to see that music did not change all that much so drastically as it did in the 60s 50s and 60s as it had in previous decades and we've said this before on the show said it many times go from 1890 1890 to 2000 or uh, 1910 20 years did you see a lot of fluctuation in music and and all no you didn't you saw it in the 50s and 60s and they changed the hertz of the music Things were very different. And when you have the guy that's running Tavistock (laughs) (laughs) at the helm of, of, and that's who they say wrote all the Beatles music, every single one of their songs. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hey, guys. Hi. Check out the Beatles movie, A Hard Day's Night. Mm. These guys were not the sharpest tools in the drawer, (laughs) but I love their music. I know. I know. I'm with you. I'm with you. But it's just about for me is I don't care what the truth is. Just show me the truth. Okay. I can handle it. It's not going to rock my world to the point where I can't function. I just want to know the truth of, of things. And by the way, before we have, before we leave this hour, Rob Reiner did a documentary. I shouldn't call it a movie as Milty said on the break, God and country, the rise of Christian nationalism. It didn't just tank at the office uh, or at the uh, box office. It was humiliated at the box office, pulling in only $38,000 over four days. I love it. I love that it tanked, by the way. Yeah, you have to understand what Christian nationalism is professed to be. Right. Primarily, it focuses on the internal politics of society, such as legislating civil and criminal laws that reflect the view of Christianity Mm -hmm. and the role of religions in political and social life. You mean the Bible. (laughs) The laws of God. There is no such thing as Christian nationalism. No. It's just being a Christian. And Rob Reiner puts out the worst stuff. Oh, my gosh. Well, they're trying to claim that we're trying to make Mm -hmm. Christianity the national religion. Mm -mm. And that's not happening, and the Constitution would not let it happen. I know. And that it all is mixed in in a vat of Trump and that we are horrible MAGA people. I mean, they are really trying to lump us into this group. And it only made about 400 bucks a theater. (laughs) So (laughs) I was actually really happy to see that tank. And I just, my biggest, my biggest thing is when you see the media double down on certain narratives and make all kinds of movies about it, they're probably twisting the reality of what you're seeing. And I think it's a good sort of way to, to, to approach questions that you might have. And when you see them doubling down, then at the heart of it, it's probably not as real as we thought it was going to be. Okay. Or thought it to be. Yeah. It's, it's the main, you know, they're saying that Christian nationalists believe that the United States is meant to be a Christian nation 
and want to take it back for God. No, we just <laughs> no, just Christians wanting to be Christians. We just want to be Christians. They have to make us the bad guy. They right. have to demonize us in every single way. They won't be happy until they don't. Hollywood, know your enemy. We'll talk about that a little bit more in the show. <laughs> but a lot of it has to do with what Hollywood is doing. Sure. What Hollywood is doing. And I think more or less they are. They are that entity to me anyway. Um, be right back with Mel Madison. Um, and we'll talk a little bit of financial news. Be right back. KateDallyRadio.com. Hey,